This is Talking with the Gravy Train on Ski Tracks, the latest in Nordic ski talk and news. And now your host, Peter Graves. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the program. Today we have uh, Jesse Diggins on the telephone from her home in Minnesota. She is about ready uh, on Sunday to head out uh, to the camp in Munio, Finland, and, and then uh, get underway with the World Cup circuit in Yalavari, Sweden. So, Jesse, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. It's really nice to have you with us, and I've wanted to chat with you for a long time on the program. So, Jesse, 21 years old, uh, coming off uh, a, a wonderful season that you had uh, last year. How do you view going into this season? Will, will it be a, a greater challenge, perhaps, or, or how do you see uh, starting up the season soon? Yeah, um, in some ways it'll be a little more stressful because now I have more expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, I feel like I need to perform um, at least up to the level I did last year and hopefully get better. Um, but in some ways it's going to be a lot easier because now I kind of know how the world works. Uh, you know, I really know the team and the coaches and the wax techs really well and we have a really um, smoothly operating system and such a great group of girls and guys to work with and train with and um, so in some ways it's going to be easier because it's going to be like alright you know get back in the routine we already know how this works so um, I'm really excited for it and just um you have been able to come along at, at a time when um Keegan Randall is uh, uh, in a unique position for the United States, uh, having done so well the last few years. Keegan has been doing this a long time, and you've traveled with her, you've raced with her. Um, What lessons might you have learned uh, about doing things, uh, racing or otherwise, from Keegan? Yeah, um, you know, it's been amazing to have Keegan and Holly and Liz and all those girls there as role models to teach you, you know, how to do things on the road. And some of the, um, the coolest things I've learned from Keegan is, for example, how to travel well. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes things will get up and it's, you know, 2 o'clock in the morning and it's freezing outside and we're dragging our bags to some condo and we don't have the key and stuff. But um, she's really good at just keeping calm and just, you know what, we're going to get there. It's going to be fine. There's nothing you can do about it, so just stay calm. And I think that's really important because when we travel so much as part of our job, um, it's important to learn how to travel well. Um, Some of the other things I've learned is how to, you know, really handle media and things really well. Um, You know, anyone can give a good interview after a good race, but to see how people handle a bad race and learn how to still be able to, you know, you know, within seconds of crossing the line, there are people asking you how it was, how did it feel. You don't have any time yourself to gather your thoughts. So learning how to deal with that um, is also very important and really something cool that um, I've been able to kind of learn from the older girls on the team. Yeah, and and you bring uh, your own unique uh, sets of things, like great energy and, and, uh, uh, you know, happiness, as well as being a really, really skilled racer. And and I want to go back just for a second and talk about, uh, you know, your youth a little bit, um, uh, and that included three Minnesota high school state championships titles. Did... uh, when you got to that level in high school, um, were you contemplating then what might be with the U.S. ski team and the travel and the accolades, that sort of thing? 
you know, I definitely hoped that I would make the USC team one day. That was definitely, like, a really, you know, um, a big, outrageous goal of mine. Um, and so I was hoping it would somehow lead that way, but I didn't know how many years it would take, um, you know, how 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 long it would take before getting on the team. And so um, everything has gone even better than I could have asked for. So I'm really very happy with the way everything went. And, um yeah. Well, that's uh, that's cool, and certainly it's going very, very well. And um, when you look at Keegan or other racers that have been around a while, you realize um, that patience can be a virtue. Uh, not everything happens overnight, uh, and uh, that um, you know if you hang in there over a period of years, everybody keeps improving, right? Definitely. So um, last season. Um, in addition to uh, winning a couple more national titles, you've got uh, five of them now. Um, you play second in a team sprint in Milan, only in your third World Cup start. Uh, one wonders what it must have been like for you uh, in in front of some of these big crowds. I know you raced in Oslo, too, at the World Championships, for example. But uh, does it take time to... Uh, Put things in perspective when you have, uh, you know, a high-pressure race and you have lots of crowd around and, as you said earlier, the media around. How do you stay centered as you get ready to race, Jess? Yeah, um, well, <laughs> in some of those earlier World Cups, it was really hard for me um, because it was it was a little overwhelming. It was definitely scary. Mm-hmm. Um to have, you know, to feel like, wow, there's all this pressure, and eventually you come to realize, hey, it's just another race. Just go out and do what you do. Um, you know, and stressing and worrying about it isn't going to help you race any better, so um, you might as well not bother, um, not bother worrying about it. But, yeah, definitely this first, um, my third World Cup ever in Milan, I think I was just riding on uh just the wave of excitement of just being there and stuff, and so that kind of carried me through. But as as the season went on, I realized that I wasn't going to be able to waste as much energy bouncing around and you know mm-hmm. <laughs> running all over the place, checking out the course and the scenery and the spectators. And I was going to have to you know be able to rein in my curiosity a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, well said. Jess, you're 21 years old. Um, you're about to go out on the uh, international circuit. But let's uh, talk a moment about you came to Vermont working with the SMS T2 elite team this summer, uh, a change for you. Tell me how the experience was coming east. Yeah, that was really great. Um, so I, I joined the club team because uh, the group was, I mean, amazing. Before I joined the team, I kind of knew pretty much everyone on the team, and I knew that this was a really motivated group that I really wanted to work with and I already knew the coaches and the program and I you know and it, and then I went out there and it was everything I expected it would be and even better. Like we got to um the high schoolers got to jump in workouts with us three times a week, which was really motivating because then you're not just skiing for yourself to make yourself better, you're skiing to help your team, to try to be a good mentor to these other kids. So that was really cool. Um and you know it was it was great training, great terrain. The strength facilities were amazing there. Um, so yeah, it was it was a great experience. I'm really really happy. That's good. And just what uh, in terms of your training hours per year, what what do you uh, in round figures try to uh, 
try to get per year right now? Yeah, well, this year I'm going to end up somewhere between 700 and 750. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, every year I try to add just a little bit more hours so that I still have somewhere to go to. Yep. Um, so, yeah, and it, sometimes earlier in the, the summer I get really excited at training camps and I start putting on big hours and my coaches kind of have to rein me in and say, hold on a sec, <laughs> you know, you need to have somewhere to climb so that when you're, you know, in your 30s and you're still skiing, you won't have already maxed out the amount of hours you can train for the year. Yeah. I have one thing I think is so fundamental to your skiing is that you really enjoy it. I do, yes. There's a lot of passion uh, in, in in the way you ski, and, and uh, I think it rubs off on, on everybody that's that's around you, in fact. Uh, let's talk about uh, Val de Fieme this year and uh, perhaps some of your goals for the World Championships. Uh, so uh, I guess you probably have been to Val de Fieme maybe last season. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful area. Um, what are you hoping for at the World Championships? Yeah, um, well, I haven't ever been to Val de Fieme. Oh, okay. Um, I've actually barely been in Italy at all for um, whatever reason. So um, I'm very excited to check out the course. Um, I'll give a little preview this year when I do the tour to ski. But, um, you know, individually, I would just like to really have a good time, uh, be able to focus on the races and still enjoy the experience and hopefully um, get some top 20s. And uh, as a team, we have some big goals and relays. Um, everyone's been working really hard and pushing each other to work hard. And um, I think the girls' team, I think we definitely have some chances for um, potential podiums in the relay and the team sprint. So we're uh, really getting for it. We'll see. And um, you were up in Canmore, I guess, on the uh, Frozen Thunder. How did all that go for you? That was great. Um, it was my first time in Canmore, actually, and it was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I was really happy to be there. Um the trails were fantastic, and I, I couldn't believe how well it worked out. We got there, and there were a couple rocks because the snow was starting to thin out a little, and then it snowed like every day. Yeah. It was uh, it was great training. It was really nice. The trails are tough up there, too. Yeah, um, they do. They definitely have some hills, which is great because that's what I really need to work on is my striding in classic. Mm-hmm. It's been my biggest weakness for a couple of years now, and... Um, so to be able to do a ton of striding with and without poles and do drills, that was great. That was what I really was looking for. So I was really happy with it. Yeah. And if that's uh, an area that you need to work on, what do you think is uh, perhaps, uh, you know, uh, uh, your biggest asset in in uh, in the way you ski and race, technically or strength-wise or whatever? <laughs> 